1: Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This program is called Live Mike. You're listening to episode five. I'm grateful to you for having tuned in. There's been a lot on the program today. We've spoken about impeachment a few times uh as some other items. Uh, and we have uh, for, for one last look at what's going on on the impeachment front. We've uh, invited ABC News correspondent in Washington, D.C., Andy Field to the program. Andy, sir, uh, how are you?
0: Good. I understand you
1: uh, used to live here in D.C. It's exactly right. I was going to say, I'm, I'm a geek about this stuff. Uh, and I, up until about a week and a half ago, I was a, I was a congressional staffer. I was one of the guys walking up and down the halls, uh, probably uh, trying to talk to reporters like you. And uh, I it was such a privilege or I got so much excitement from witnessing these procedures carried out. And, uh, I do lament in small part, not being there for this. I'm sure that if I were to be immersed in it for too long, I pull my hair out, but, uh, I do miss the procedure of it all.
0: I was going to say you escaped unscathed. Congratulations.
1: That's one of the, that was one of the promo lines for the program that he's been to the swamp and, and returned unscathed. I used to be here years ago. Uh, like I said, I am a nerd about this stuff, and if, if nothing else, these impeachment proceedings, regardless of where you stand on the matter, has been a fascinating education into how uh, things transpire, uh, how when articles are drawn up, introduced, uh, then debated. Right now, we I think uh, America is learning about what the House Committee on Rules does. Uh, tell, tell us, where do things stand right now, and, and what's, uh, what is the next step?
0: Well, as you know, the House Rules Committee can go on forever. Uh, there is no time limit on these things. Uh, and I would suspect this is going to go deep into the night before they finish setting up whatever rules there are. And, you know, the, the bottom line is when this does get to a full House vote, there does seem to be the Democratic majority votes uh, in place to impeach the president for the third time in history. Uh, and then we'll go to the Senate. And I think that's where everyone's just scratching their head because most of America thinks, well, the Senate will hold a trial and it's supposed to be fair and impartial. Every one of the senators takes an oath to uh, be fair and impartial and look at the evidence. But we have two people who've already said, I'm not going to be fair and impartial. Uh, one of them is the guy who decides a whole lot of what happens in the, in the Senate. And that's Mitch McConnell, the majority leader in the Senate, the Republican majority leader. And ironically, Lindsey Graham. Uh, who is one of the president's biggest supporters, despite the fact that they were almost arch enemies during the campaign? Uh, and there is, of course, video circulating of Lindsey Graham, who ran the impeachment against uh, President Clinton back in 1999, where he was imploring senators, "Please look at the evidence. Don't make this a partisan thing. Look at the evidence. Consider the evidence." Well, now that same Lindsey Graham is saying, "I don't need to see any more evidence." Uh, I'm not even going to be impartial. I'm going to vote against this. So it's extraordinary that something that's supposed to be a solemn, serious thing in the Senate has already been dismissed by two of the most important Republican leaders in the Senate.
1: Are those comments by Lindsey Graham being received as, uh, as you know, in... in, in- conflict with one another, what he said then and now, or, oh, is, I mean, or are folks able to...
0: Yeah, it's 180 degrees different. Uh, this is a guy who when it was a Democrat being impeached, uh, we have to look at the facts, and now the, uh, he goes, this is just a partisan witch hunt. By the way, the president wrote a letter today. I don't know if you've talked about this.
1: Oh yeah, we read some of the highlights here in the beginning.
0: Uh, this is extraordinary. This, this letter uh, is one of the most extraordinary presidential documents I think I've ever read, and I've studied a lot about the president. Uh, At one point he says there was more due process afforded to those accused in the Salem witch trial than me. Now, of course, I think there may be some witches who disagree who were drowned <laughs> uh, without any due process. But uh, you know, this has just been charges against him, and nothing has actually happened. Uh,
1: quick tangent: I appreciate your reference to them being drowned and not burned at the stake—a popular uh, sorry, uh, misunderstanding. Yeah, well, I thought that's what they did. I thought they uh, would, were they burned at the stake. Are, I, I think that I think what we've learned is that uh, is that they were in fact not burned, but but drowned. That they were uh, tossed right. over the cliff with uh, like rocks around their ankles or something.
0: Well, whatever whatever it was, it sure. wasn't good for the. People who were accused of being witches.
1: And allegedly there uh, wasn't much due process, or more so yeah. than we were seeing today. Uh,
0: but one of the things, and, and some of the things the president says in this are, are extraordinary. He he writes to Nancy Pelosi, you are offending Americans of faith by constantly saying, I pray for the president. The president telling Nancy Pelosi, when you know this statement is not true unless it's meant in a negative sense. It's a terrible thing you're doing, but we will have to live with it. Not Question, uh, exclamation point. And then he says that uh, you are breaking your allegiance to the Constitution, your oath of office, and you are declaring open war on American democracy. This is one of the more frightening things I've ever heard from anyone in government, let alone the President of the United States. Yeah. Uh, the Democrats in the House are actually executing. And using democracy as it was written in the Constitution, using the powers of impeachment, when they think that there is an issue with the president abusing power. They are not uh, declaring war on democracy. They are actually... Uh exercising democracy by using the constitutional uh, powers that they were given.
1: Let me go back uh, one line. You, you said uh, you, you quoted from the President's letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. He writes, even worse than offending the Founding Fathers, you are offending Americans of faith by continually saying, I pray for the President uh, when you know this statement is not true unless it is negative. Is that reference to, there was a, a press availability hosted by Speaker Pelosi where on her way out she was asked by one of your colleagues, a reporter, do you hate the president and she stopped uh, and calling upon her uh, catholic faith says i do not hate anyone uh, in fact i pray for the president
0: uh, that's one of the times she said it numerous times in fact she has said it a number of times in a number of press conferences uh, and i do know that that she is indeed a woman of faith who attends church regularly and uh, is, has been raised a catholic but it's extraordinary that the president would put this in an official document saying that you're lying about praying Uh, Especially for a president who declares him the faith president and who says he's beloved by evangelicals around the country.
1: Uh, we, we've been speaking this segment to ABC News correspondent out of Washington, D.C., Andy Field, talking about the latest in the impeachment. Uh, the, the impeachment, for me, uh, other than being a fascinating uh, look and education into some procedure in the United States government, uh, it is a little bit, in terms of news, like our vegetables. We need to eat our vegetables uh, before we get on to the other, the other news. Uh, and maybe it's some definitely of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, right? Uh, it, uh, other things happening in the House today. Uh, the House passed a, a number of funding bills. Bills, uh, to avoid a uh, shutdown, we'll see if the Senate picks that up and gets that all the way through. Or I haven't missed anything yet. The Senate, uh, is, the Senate still needs to act on that.
0: Uh, they will. They, I mean, it's, it's pretty much guaranteed right. to do it before the end of the week. And they and they and they leave uh, town. There doesn't seem to be any opposition to this. Okay. Here, uh, it's a lot of spending. A lot of spending. Uh You know, we, we talk about deficits as far as the eyes can see, and especially with the president's tax cut. Um, recent studies have shown that that tax cut has put the country deeper in in the red than in any time in history, even during wartime when we had deficit spending to try to defeat enemies here. So um, in terms of getting the financial house in order, something that the president promised he'd do as well as Republicans, it, it's completely gone in the other direction. But the spending stuff will continue. The military will continue to be funded. Democrats will get some of the things they wanted. Uh, the the one thing that hasn't been resolved yet is this USMCA, the trade bill, uh, with Mexico that we found that there was kind of a snag the other day where the Democrats insisted to have these protections for American workers and making sure that there were inspections in Mexico to make sure that uh, workers weren't being abused there. Mexico said, you're not going to send any inspectors here. Mm-hmm. And so that, we don't know if that's actually been worked out yet, and even if it's passed it. here in the United States, if Mexico will ratify it.
1: We'll, we'll follow it. Uh, ABC News, Andy Field, I'm grateful to you, sir. I envy you. You've got a front row seat that's a mystery playing out before you.
0: Well, come on back and visit. we we'll would be happy to have you. All right, very good.
1: Andy Field with ABC News joining us from Washington, D.C. giving us a few of the latest details on the goings-on in this impeachment process, some of the more interesting things. Uh, my name is Lee Lonsberry. You're listening to a program we've called Live Mike. This is episode five. Next up in our final segment, we're going to talk to the superintendent uh, of Capitol Reef National Park. Uh, there's some new permitting processes going on there, and it's because of that line we have repeated over and over, and we've heard from uh, folks at the Department of the Interior, we are loving our parks to death. We'll see what's going on about it next. Here on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.